Welcome. This is Up in the Booth. Week-to-week NFL picks, stats, and bet risk all in one place. The boys, Uncle Bill Hells, and of course me, Chris Rise, here to give you your earful. Let's get it. Welcome back, and thanks for listening to Up in the Booth. Your boys at it again, bringing you the latest in sports. We're going to get into uh, Rookie of the Years, MVPs, and Coach of the Years. Start this one off. Let's start with the uh, offensive Rookie of the Years. Got, I got five off the rip here. Um, as of right now, these are these are the offensive guys. We got Saquon, Saquon one, Baker, two, Philip Lindsay three. I like that one. Nick Chubb, four, and Sony Michelle, right? Now, check this out, though. It'd be interesting to see Mayfield climb up here because Dax is the only QB to win the award in the last five years. Um, That is pretty shocking. Right. The last five years, running backs have been uh, the choice three of those years, so. What do y'all think? What do you think about those rankings? I mean, does is that satisfy you guys? Does is there somebody else you think should be in the mix? You want to elaborate no, I, on any of these guys? What's up? I think that's numbered about right, honestly. I think Lindsey should be third, or he might even be second. I'd put Baker third. I think Shaquan's the clear number one, though. Yeah, it's I mean, kind of just... it's kind of <laughs> he's off to the races in that one, isn't he? I do like Philip yeah. Lindsey up there, though. I think he should be ahead of Mayfield, and I think he'll probably get more votes there than Mayfield. I don't know about that. I know the country loves Baker Mayfield. But the, I feel like that's a overstatement. The I, like the, the, yeah, I, yeah I mean, exactly. The eye test, but yeah, I agree. I think he does have the it factor. But he's nice. Philip Lindsay, he, like you said, he, no one expected anything. Underrated this guy's coming in. And he's coming in. He's about to make the Pro Bowl. I think that's, that's awesome. He's got a good story. Yeah. Did, did he go undrafted? Yeah. Yes, he yeah, did. Yeah, he did, right? Um, that's why I would take him, like, just, I mean, I want to take him just because of that, but, I mean, if you look at stat-wise, I mean, he's right there with Saquon. With, uh, Dude, I'm a big more. favorite of him. I mean, the only yeah. thing I hate is that Saquon's in this race. I love it, but I hate it, because I kind of want Philip Lindsay to take this one. Exactly. Well, you look I good. Mean, you look uh, at but... the sexy appeal of, like, Saquon Barkley and Baker Mayfield, like, those are your main choices, but... Philip Lindsay, just from how he came out of nowhere and he worked to get that starting role, and now he's just tearing it up. I, I love seeing that. I mean, if the only the only downside really is his receiving game, which I think as the years go on, he's going to obviously incorporate that into his game. But yeah, I would definitely take him. I mean, just because of his background, and he's he almost has a thousand yards. Too. All right, I got a I got a big question for you guys. <laughs> right, I got a big question for you guys. Um, who do you think will climb up? or fall out of the rankings or even down the rankings um, in this list here as the I season think, uh, ends, comes I think I think Nick Nick Chubb's going to climb up there. I mean, he gets the ball almost like 30 times a game. So He's been carrying them I mean, a lot lately, hasn't he? Yeah, so they're like he's like the bell cut. He's kind of reminding me like Fournette, you know, a couple years ago. Um, he's having a disappointing year this year, obviously, but I mean – like I said, it, uh, he's getting the ball a lot, and he's just he's turning the bell cow. And Duke Johnson's are you know little Theo Riddick uh, PPR back, you know, out of the backfield with a receiver. So, I mean, I, I like what he's doing there. And then he was in the second round; he got drafted. So, I mean, hey, thirty times a game—that's I mean, pretty good production. 
Yeah, and I, I mean, I like Kelvin Ridley, too. I think he, you know, underrated, and I think he's going to end up being one of the better receivers in the league in the next couple of years. So you think yeah. he'll yeah. climb up into I, the top I five? I honestly don't – I wouldn't say he'd climb up because of the way the Falcons are playing, but I do like him as a candidate for sure. Gotcha, gotcha. No, I do, yeah, he'll I, be, I do too. He'll be their number two. Sanu won't be there that much longer. Then you'll have Julio. Julio's getting up there too, but he's still a factor. I think another one too, honestly, could be a not to be a homie here, but carry on. I mean, I think he's under the, the radar, next couple yeah, of years. But he, hasn't, he yeah. hasn't been playing lately, so I mean, no, I no, I'm not talking about this year. I'm talking about down the road. I think we're shutting him down the rest of the year, which as we should. But he just he looks like he's just like his vision is just he's patient, you know. I mean, you don't really see that yeah, many running backs with that nice. type of style. And what about Josh Allen? Let's not forget about him either. Well, he's not a rookie, but oh, yeah. All right. So, I mean, personally, I I think well, he is a rookie, but look like a rookie. <laughs> I personally, yeah, I, I think Philip. Yeah, he is a rookie. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't well, know what yeah, you what, what you were saying there, yeah, yeah, bro. Wow. He's definitely kind of a rookie. threw me off throw, for real. Yeah, throw me in. And speaking of that, home, honestly, what? speaking of that, I disregard myself for Josh Allen was the best quarterback in the class. I thought I thought Baker would be the best. So I'm not I will say he'd be second best. I don't know. Stats to the I don't know. I, mean, I, I personally it's all to Baker too. It's all to Baker on what he does yeah. going forward too. Especially I think, that Browns off. I don't I don't I don't know if Baker will make this vote. Um if he does uh, bravo, you know, I mean it's been a while since that's happened and I, I believe he's performed better than Dak. Um, did his first year, um, but I think Dak had a lot more on the line, a lot more to prove. So maybe that's why he got the vote that year. Um, but anyway, the same said with Philip Lindsay. I think he's gonna climb up, maybe to the number two. Um, right now he's number three, so eh, he may take that over from Mayfield. That's my opinion, though. Okay, I like it. You like it? You like it? I like it. All right, so let's move on to the defensive rookies, all right? We got Derwin James, one, Darius Leonard, two, Vander Esch, three, Bradley Chubb, four, and Denzel Ward, five. Now, this one's a little more tricky because – The reason know. why it's so tricky is because, I mean, we're still four it's games tough. out. It's, right, it's and hard you to got two linebackers now. in the top three right here, and I – ah, Vander Esch is great. I love it. I love him, but dude, watching Darius Leonard, it's like he gets to the quarterback too. He does everything Van Der Esch does, and he gets to the quarterback. <coughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's I mean, that's as much as I want to go with me. Leighton, yeah, as much as I want to go with Van Der Esch, I mean, I can't just because he's rotational right now. You know, that's the thing. Especially, yeah, that's, yeah. And I think he'll be great down too. the road. I mean, he's he's great right now. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Darius Leonard, like you said, I mean, he leads his team in tackles, just like Derwin James. He leads his team in sacks, and he could possibly still lead his team in interceptions. Who knows? Yeah, and no, don't get me wrong, Derwin James is up there at the top. So yeah. It's hard. And, yeah. and he's deserving. He, he's definitely he, deserving. He, yeah. Yes, he is. The way he but, can um, play in the box, dude, too. He is, is just... nice. He, he's a great safety for the Chargers right now. He's killing he it. get to the quarterback. He's a Swiss His Army performance knife. against the Steelers last week was phenomenal. Um, that's big for a rookie, in my opinion. 
Um, Darius Leonard and Derwin James, I think, are going to be the main two battling out for the defensive rookie of the year there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I agree. I mean, I think it's going to be tough, but I mean, I think Darius Leonard could, should get it because you look at the Chargers, there's way more playmakers around the Chargers defense than there is the Colts. So at the same time, it makes Darius Leonard stand out more because last year Colts had a horrible defense, but now they're starting to get their offensive line together. Their defense is getting some pieces. So it's kind of nice to see them get a, a nice little piece to build around. You know, Derwin, they got Bosa, Ingram, you know, they got uh, – it's the corner they got. It's really good. Jason Verrett, you know they got this. They got decent players in their secondary already got, too. Uh, so King too. Yeah, he so, can make some yeah. some uh, open field tackles. I like that the cornerback. So I just think Darius Leonard which is more impressive just because of the team he's on. If that makes sense. So I'll I'll roll Less with Darius around Leonard. him. Yeah, you know, and then they so said you think he'll pull out with the win there over the next what four games? I think Derwin's gonna pull out with the win. Because I think they value team performance more too, how they help their team, and I don't, I don't think the Colts. So are gonna you make think the Chargers are going to make it further than the Colts, in other words? Exactly right, and I think Derwin James is going to help them a little bit more in that category. But Darius Leonard is going to be more of the bell cow of the defense. If that makes sense. Yeah, he'll he'll get more tackles, but at the end of the day, Derwin James is more flash. He'll make some and big that, plays. And that game they lost to the Jags, man, he was out so. There's there's a little sign there how important he is to that team. Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly true. right there. But yeah, Derwin James, he can play safety, he can play corner, he can play linebacker, and he, like Billy said, he can get to the passer. So that's that's just huge in today's NFL to have a guy like that. Yeah, most All right. You guys got anybody else you want to add to that list? Maybe to climb up, maybe make their way into the top five, or is that it? I think Dante Jackson on the Panthers is uh, doing a pretty good job. I mean, like I said, he's got decent stats, but the way that Carolina has been, you know, defending the pass this year, I mean, he was hurt last couple of weeks, so you could definitely tell the way that's been going, but he's actually been doing pretty good for uh, a second-round pick, I think, in my opinion. Right. Now. I think not. I think depending on the way the Broncos handle the rest of the season, I mean, you could see Bradley Chubb up there, too. I mean, he's already got, I think, like 10 sacks. You know, he's he's doing pretty good. I like him. I think Bradley Chubb's a key piece on that defense, man. Yeah, definitely. And I, yeah. I think uh, – do you guys think – Especially uh, with Vaughn I don't want to get off topic, but do you guys think the Broncos could make a push for the playoffs? They six, could. Six they could, six. man. And yeah, we talked about this last That'll week. help Philip Lindsay's ranks too, boys. Exactly. Emmanuel Sanders, though, out for the year. Cortland Sutton, next man up. Well, let's well, get it. Let's get it. No, yeah, I don't know. I don't trust Case Keenum. I just uh, – I think he's got a weak arm. I think that he just – he'd get the job done, but I don't think he's going to take them that far. I think they maybe can get in the first round, but I think they'll get bounced right after that. Yeah. But I, I like the way they're, they're looking, though. Even even their coach, actually, was supposed to get fired this year. This is hot seat, but he's actually doing pretty solid. So, I, I give him kudos to that. Kudos. All right, you want to talk wanna, about the MVP or you want to move up? You want to keep on. talking? Me, uh, so, I heard a story – Helzer was Mia telling me. Helzer was telling me a story. And Helzer, you can tell the story. But w- what happened last night with this stick thing? What's going on with that? The hockey game. What 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 league do you play in? What's your hockey league? Oh yeah, yeah. He was talking to me no, about this earlier too. This is nice. Yeah. So what got to me was the Derrick Henry touchdown. All right. 
everybody's got that moment in their life where they just some crazy play happens and you just remember it for the rest of your life. You know, like I said, Rozzy, I'm sure yours would be where you broke your shin in soccer hey, and it was it literally <laughs> done. Yeah, that's why you know what I mean. If I had any chance to go anywhere, that's why it fucking failed off. Huh? Yeah. So yeah, the guy. Yeah, I feel horrible for you guys. I didn't play soccer at the time, so. But anyway, so what happened? That's was, another day. Was, that's another day. I was talking to my buddy Lance before uh, hockey, and uh, I told him I need a new twig, man. You know, it just hasn't broke yet, so I'm just waiting on twig, it for break. Twig, hockey goes, talk. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, I need a new twig, and he's like, Oh man, it's looking old. So all of a sudden, I get out there about first period, take a little wrister. Try pick, picking up a stick lift, cracks. So I'm going to bench mid play, use my long ass arms, grab a stick, come out, grab the puck, shoot five hole and score. And I just look at Lance and he just he just smiles, and he's like, "That stick's better, huh?" And I was like, "Yep." <laughs> so now I get now I go get to get a new twig. That's how. How does that feel being like? What are you? You're 26, right? 26. Yeah. So. How does that feel? Still the team still was playing horrible. sports. Oh, so it was a bad it was, team? It was a bad team. It's a bad team. It was like – It's still fun. Alabama played bad. Citadel. It's still fun. Yeah. Either way. But we're, we're, we're a pretty good team, though, I would say. So what so, is it a beer league or – like? It is. I've been playing with this team for about, I would say, four or five, four or five years, same people. So. You grew up we're, playing hockey leagues, though, so – Yeah. But the thing is, just it's just like throw up, everybody's throw got the pads on and play. Like, I'll remember that for the rest of my life, you know. It's just one that's of them cool. weird I moments. Like that. Yeah, that's pretty so, cool. I agree, man. That that had to get your your heart racing. You know, you had that confidence and shit after too, huh? Well, finally, I showed Billy too. I showed Billy the video of Mitch Marner the other day, uh, breaking his stick, going to get a new one, and then uh, hitting uh, Austin Matthews with the sauce for the goal. And it's just like, is that the know? one you posted? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I liked it. That was a nice one too. So you so. just felt you felt like him, huh? Yeah, it was my Mitch Marner moment. That's what I was telling the <laughs> So, guys. you guys, I hope you guys won, right? You guys won? Yeah, we won. Uh, it was 9 and nothing in the second. They quit keeping score oh, and they ran the clock. Oh, my God. Well, dude, this is the thing. You get a team <laughs> with a whole – you get a team with a whole bunch, you know, like we have experience. And like, we were on the power play the whole time, obviously. Like, it was it was a five-on-five, five, but we just had the puck in their zone the whole time. But the thing was, is just like that this team just put a team together. And we've been playing for four or five years, and we got some pretty good guys in our team. So, it's just, you know – that's just that's just the way it's gonna be. But you're not gonna. You're, that's the way you gotta learn, though. That's the way I learned. I got my ass kicked when I was out there. So, you know, you guys got got kick some ass, I guess, and let you know they'll get better. Now, how much how much is it to join the league? Uh, I think it's like 240 for like I want to say 14 games or something like that. We and got that just uh, 11 guys in our games. Team. You gotta have all your gear. Yeah, yeah, you get your own gear and everything like that. Oh, okay. So. But it's it's cool, man. I like it. I just wish more of our boys played it. Yeah, you'll never see me on skates. <laughs> That's why Dude, I, was I, I would get up in there if I was up there, but unfortunately, I'm down here in Virginia, guys. No, I hear you. No yeah, I would say that Virginia. was probably my moment or my uh, dunk first pack where my coach Nick uh, took me out of the game and I sat the rest of the game. I know you were there, Ross, because I came in for you. So Hey, that's <laughs> hey, let's, getting hurt let's again. Move on, that, right? Right? Let's move on. Let's move on. Getting hurt I all had, the time. Hey, the hell, hey check it out. Two steals. I go up for the on the second one for a layup. Dude undercuts me. I go straight down to the floor, right? 
and you know how you usually catch yourself with your your arms when you're yeah. obviously upside down. Catch yourself you're, with your head. No, I I did that, but my instead of my arms collapsing, my left one just jammed straight up. So <laughs> oh my god! So I, yeah, so I got up and I walked. I run the half court trying to play still, and I'm just like, nah, nope, it ain't gonna happen. No. So I get out, and how's it shines, baby? That's yeah, awesome. and I hey, and I I looked at Donnell Hamilton right after, I just stared at him, and he was in his little suit and tie. That's all I remember. I just looked at him like, dude. Don't even. Didn't that kid choke out one of the, like Kevin, one of the kids on our team, or something like in a game? Yeah. Where, like, threatened to stab no, him or he something? he only no he only shook Kevin's hand. That's oh. what it was. He only slapped Kevin. That was it. Yeah. Well, let's move on here. <laughs> let's move on from that. Let's All right. MVP. Right? Stuff. Yeah. MVP. MVP. To? Drew Brees number one. Patrick Mahomes number two. Todd Gurley number three. Philip Rivers number four. And Aaron Donald's mm. making his way into the fifth spot right now. All right. Now, I mean, what do y'all honest, think about this? To be honest, they got to keep Aaron Donald in it just to have a defensive player. And I love it. Don't get me wrong. I think he is impactful, but he has no chance of winning the MVP. Um, not over these guys. No, not over these guys. Uh, it, it honestly just comes down to you know, Drew Brees or Pat, Patty Mahomes. I'm taking the kid from Tyler, Texas, Patty. Um, I think the Saints lost to Dallas kind of opened your eyes a little bit. Um, Dallas didn't shut down Drew Brees as much as they shut down Kamara. If they stopped Kamara, then they knew they would stop Drew Brees and his little dump passes. So I think that was kind of key to it. And they figured that out. Um <clears throat> And you watch, he's got 3,900 yards, 30, what, 3,923 yards uh, passing, 41 touchdowns. He's on track for like 5,200 yards and like 54 touchdowns. And that's low balling too. I mean, the kid's having a Hall of Fame year in his first first year starting. So, yeah, I very, agree, very Billy. Impressive. Do you guys know Patrick Mahomes' middle name? I, I don't know. Do I want to? It's kind of cool. Gary. Different though, yeah. Patrick Gary Mahomes. No, it's Levon, L A V O N. Patrick Levon Mahomes II. His nicknames is Showtime, the uh, musician, Patrick, or the gunslinger. But hey, I mean, yeah, I think Bill's on right on point here. I think it's Mahomes that, and I, it's hard to say. Drew Brees is not out of it yet, obviously. No, but no. Just look at what this kid's doing with like. I mean, obviously he's got all the weapons in the world here. I mean, you even got Kelvin Benjamin now, which hopefully they can, you know make him into a threat, which see how if he loses some weight. But I just think, like, like it's almost the eye test, you know what I mean? Like, you just feel like Mahomes has got that slight edge over Breeze just because of his ability to escape from the pocket, which Breeze isn't that bad either. But it's just Mahomes can just make these left-handed throws, little tosses, and just make plays. Like, he's like, like you said, a shortstop out there. And he's he exciting, just... too. I mean, he's exciting yeah. to watch. And I mean, and he's like the key said, to that whole offense too. Without him, you got nothing. I mean, you got playmakers. Don't get me wrong, but you can't just put anybody back there. He makes yeah, those and plays. And you kind of you notice that being as Hunt's gone and they're still doing things. Right, and we're gonna see. You know, we're gonna see who they play. They'll be right. Yeah, they got the Ravens, the Chargers, the Seahawks, and the Raiders. Yeah, they definitely so, play some. Tough so talent. we're gonna see. You know, and without Kareem Hunt, we're gonna see really see how he is. You know, if he played Oakland only one by seven last week. All right, yeah, exactly. All right, Billy. Guess what? I'm going to go against the grain here just because, just because of the schedule Mahomes has coming up, all right? 
I think Drew Brees has a lot more under his belt as far as, uh, you know, confidence and experience goes. And I think that uh, over these next four games he has, he's going to just – he's going to shine. He's going to show himself, man, and he deserves this. So I think he's going to show up the little guy. He's going to show him how it's really done, and Drew Brees is going to get it done. Well, look, you got the Bucks, the Panthers, the Steelers, and the Panthers again. Okay, so they may lose to the Steelers. That's the only game that they, that might be tough. Panthers might get them once. Get out I of mean, here. I'm not, no, no, <laughs> get no, out of no. here. <laughs> oh god, I love it. Why you say get out of here? Why are you so confident? Because man, it's Drew Brees, man. Just I lost to the Cowboys, dude. He's pissed off. He's not fucking. All right, can I ask you a Panthers. question? This is like this is like some Madden franchise stuff. You got the Panthers, Steelers, and the Panthers. So the last three games there, you play the Panthers twice. Don't you think there's something to that? Like that's going to be for the wild card for the Panthers or something like that. Like the NFL is. Man, Drew Brees is going to say no, 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 no. Yeah, I no, no, no. I think it's. I think Cam with his back and so on. I think he's gonna he's gonna do decent. So I think it's gonna be a dog fight for sure. I mean. They they always play good against each other, so it's a divisional game. Uh, I I can see the Panthers maybe sneaking one away, especially one at home. So we will see, we will see. And the Steelers, I mean, that's no gimme either. The Bucks, hey, they lost to the Bucks, you know, earlier in the year, but that was Fitz Magic. So, mm. but I think they're going to destroy the Bucks this week. Yeah. All right, moving on. Coach of the year. All right, so top, I got. I got four candidates as of right now, top top two right here, right? As of Sports Illustrated. Andy Reid, one. Two, Matt Nagy, three. Sean Payton, four. I got a couple runner-ups, and these guys could definitely improve themselves in the next few games. Frank Wright, Anthony Lynn, Pete Carroll, which is very interesting. Sean McVay, Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, and Vance Joseph. What do you guys think about this list? Um, should it change? Should somebody move up? Yes. I can tell you, you right like now. Uh, what's uh, Sean McVay. He's got to be up there. I mean, they only lost, what, one game? This guy's memory is Okay, who do you replace top four? You got Andy Reid, Bill O'Brien, Matt Nagy, Sean Payton. Who do you replace him with? You got to leave Andy Reid in there. You got to leave Sean Payton in there. You got to leave. You got to leave the Bears, Matt Nagy in there. Um, Why? Why should he go over Sean McVay? I was telling I was telling Billy this today because like coach of the year, there's no comeback coach of the year, but there's always the coach of the year is someone where you do, least expect usually. You know what I mean? So and I told Billy this. I said, "Can you imagine if the Bears made the playoffs and the Packers, the Vikings, and the Lions didn't? And you told me last season that the Bears were going to be the only team in the NFC North to make the playoffs. You would have called me crazy." You know, and if they could somehow do that, I think that deserves, you know, like, like you say, you just transform this team. They they almost beat the Giants. They could be nine and three right now. Sitting, you know, almost at a second, you know, a first round bye. So I don't think you can get rid of Nagy just because of the, you know, like what he's experienced there. Like no one ex- ex- expected anything really until they you got Cleo Mack. You can't move out Bill O'Brien. He's just one fucking 10 in a row. Yeah, I know. It's it's tough. But I just, Sean McVay, I think, just like I said, his memory is just unbelievable. If you've heard this guy talk about his opponents, he can remember a halfback draw play a year ago yeah. on the road, third quarter, 740 left. Like, it's seriously ridiculous. So, I mean, they I got one loss. That video, too. That was nasty. Yeah, that video but, was pretty insane of him. 
Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Bill O'Brien definitely deserves something though, because they were zero and three. Now they're nine and three. Um, they still got a little bit to go. They got an easy schedule, but yeah, I, I just nine games. It's just hard. Like, like I said, I would give it to Matt Nagy right now, even though they got four losses, just because what no one expected the Bears to be in this situation. So I guess I'll just go being a homer here. I'll go with Matt Nagy in this situation. But all right, so you you can you can put Nagy at number one. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm replacing him with Sean McVay. Okay. But here's my thing. I would definitely pick Sean McVay. But he won it last year. Can he win it twice in a row? Would you guys be okay with I, that? I don't He's think deserving. so. That's why I believe Bill O'Brien is going to be the guy that pulls this one off. Andy Reid could, could sneak away with this, though, because of his team and what he's doing right now with the young quarterback and how well he's allowed this guy to transition after losing Alex Smith. Plus the I thing. agree. I, I mean, I do, for sure. Um, I mean, these are these are great, great contenders, man. Sean McVay and Matt Nagy, if you watch them, dude, they do have a lot of similarities in their offense, you know, um, even in their defense, too, as well. They dude, do just... Pete Carroll. Look at, what, look at what the Seahawks are doing. Yeah, that's yeah. that's good. That's a good one, too, honestly. I, admit... I do like that just for, like, he has the least amount of talent on his team, I'd say, and he, for what he's doing over there, he's a lot of he's young making guys. it work. He is, he's making it work. But yeah, like I, I don't know. Team, I like Sean man. McVay. If I had to go with one, I'd pick Sean McVay. Ask ask me this in a couple weeks. I'm, I cannot give you a clear answer right now. There's still a decent amount of football left to be played. But yeah, you got to ask me this in a couple weeks. Plus, the Bears play the Rams this weekend too. So battle the battle the coaches, battle the teams. Let's go. That's Sunday night football game. That's gonna be an awesome game to watch. Trubisky's back. Guys, I just wanted to touch up on this subject real quick. Um, who takes second seed in the AFC behind Kansas City? And then who will take one and two Ooh. seed in the NFC, whether it be the Saints or the Rams? Before I say anything, Billy thinks that the Chiefs aren't going to get the number one seed. So can we throw that out there real quick? So you think thinks- the Pets? I mean, no. I honestly he don't know. The to, I don't know what to think right now. That I don't. Oh, he wants to, to put money like on. That. I like that. He, wa- though. he wants I to do. put money Let's on. Let's see. That's Last podcast. I did say that. Yes, I'm not gonna. Like, I'll, I'll wear the egg on my face, but no, I. Uh, I don't know, man. It's AFC is a toss up. You got New England, who's a decent road. They got what Dolphins, Steelers, Bills, Jets. So they yeah. could. Uh, they could easily win out. Yeah, Houston that could win out. There's a lot that could go down there, so it's still unsure. It's still a little too early to be talking. But if we're talking this, the Patriots have the tiebreaker over the Texans because they beat them head-to-head. It was the first game of the year. They did, yep. So that's huge. That's huge. 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 I agree. What about you, Roz? What do you think, man? Um, honestly, I think the Chargers do have a really good battle chance. Um, I think they could even take over that one seed and possibly put, put your money where your mouth is. I'd be well, definitely one of them. Oh, look, aren't they playing each other coming up? Yeah, yeah, they are. All right, so here we go. They got each other ne- next week. This will tell. Yeah. All right, this will tell, man. I'll I'll tell you guys after I watch that game. All right, but the Chargers got gonna happen. They got sure, a little but... hard road though. The more I look into them, they got. Bengals, who they should be, and they, they got, got the banged Chiefs up Melvin Gordon on a Thursday night. Which Thursday night, I mean, 
compared to last that's night. That's a th- that's a Thursday game against the that's Chiefs. A Thursday night. Yep. That's and, gonna be uh, a great Thursday night game. That is. It's gonna be the great best game that week. But <coughs> um, game of the game of the week. Besides for uh, who I think Colts versus Houston might might play them, but uh. Yeah, then they got the yeah they got the Chiefs and they got the Ravens and even Broncos, dude. Broncos, they're not out of it yet. Don't count them out. Yeah. Okay. All right. What? Well, I, I personally think the Chargers in Kansas City would be duking that one out for sure. Um, then what about the NFC? Who's taking one and two there? Saints, Rams, or anybody else? Oof. Oh, it's Saints and Rams. Yeah, Rams are going to get number one. Saints are going to get number two. It's going to come down to the last game of the year, and it's going to be them two probably in L.A., and it's just going to be a duel like it was against Kansas City. And I, you really can't pick that game. I mean, if you had to pick it, if it's in L.A., I'd probably go L.A., but if it's in New Orleans, if they get number one, almost like home field, I think is going to win it. Even though the Rams did lose them this year, I mean, I think that could be a little revenge tour. Right there for that, especially if they get the home field at the number one seed. So that's Easy tough. With the revenge tour. Freeze MVP, baby. Oh, calm down. All right. Yeah, just ru- <laughs> ruin that shirt we were going to get, you know, slashing the Ohio State door. More like just destroyed us. Yeah, they, they locked that door. No. Um, <laughs> so you think this is a lock think... between those two teams? Yeah. I think who it's who a lock do you guys sure. think will be number three? Because obviously, that's where, it gets, in AFC, that's where it gets interesting. Because you got the Bears who. I haven't been playing their best football the past couple of weeks. You got the Cowboys, who I'm speaking highly of lately, for every reason. Um, when you expect them to do good, the Cowboys they always fucking provided bring you Dak, down. Provided Dak keeps playing the way he is, man, they're going to be a good team, a hard team. Yeah, to beat. I really, I agree with that too. Their lines holding up, their run game, their defense up. As is long great. As that stays Right, Amari's got that separation. It's allowing Zeke to open up on runs. I mean, if it, it's up to Dak, if Dak can hold his, his I think composure too. here and play the way he's been, he's gonna. I think they're the gonna Cowboys, be a tough team. I think the Cowboys will end up switching because right now the Bears are sitting at number three. I think they're gonna they're gonna end up switching right now. The Cowboys at number three, Bears slipped to number four, and I think Eagles are gonna come in at number five, and the Seahawks at six. I think the Vikings. I, you're not gonna see the Vikings. Well. I think, I think the Seahawks are going to come over to Eagles, man. I think Seahawks are going to get the number three seed. I'm looking at their schedule. If they can keep playing, if they beat Minnesota, they got San They're Fran. They're a surprisingly tough team. They got San Fran and Arizona left. They do play the Chiefs, they'll probably lose that game. But if they can beat the Vikings, I'm pretty sure they're going to beat the 49ers and Cardinals just because, you know, they want the lower draft pick. So you lose one more game, that's going to put them at – yeah, I mean, that's just tough, man. They'll put them at 10 and 6. That could be enough, though, to get them that three seed. Very possible. Ooh. I was going to start us off with this game called Tales of the Crystal Ball. Let's get into it, Hells. Let's see what you got. What is, what is this thing? It's going to be a little spo- spooky. I like the music. I like the music. It's what's going to happen is pretty much is I'm going to give you a scenario of a player, a draft prospect, a team, and a coach. I want you to look at your crystal ball and tell me where they're going to be next year and how they're going to perform. You know, just pretty much just, just like that. So we'll start off a player, right? And the player is going to be from free agency. So let's get the music going a little bit more here. I can do that. All right. All right, boys. Le'Veon Bell, look in your ball. Um, Where's he going to be? I don't even think he knows where he's going to be. Come on. 
<laughs> Billy, I want you to start. Oh, God. Jets, man. I see him going to the Jets. Um, Gosh dang it, he took my shit. Yeah, I know. It, it's just... I, where else would he end up? Uh, Jets, they got the money. They got the cat for him. They got everything they need for him. Yeah, they exactly. Got quarterback. Got a young quarterback that needs some bailout sometimes. And yeah, he'd be the perfect player and they'd give him the most money. So yeah, Jets, for sure. J A. Jesus, can't even spell. <laughs> what? Can't the even spell. Went to Memphis. Jets? Went to Memphis. Jets. 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 No. Anyway, yeah. Um, dude, Jets for sure. Um, I just believe they're gonna they're gonna go get McCarthy, and McCarthy's gonna go get Le'Veon for that little stud, Sam Donald. Man, you and Bill have been talking. Well, I'm looking at my ball right now, and I'm looking at it, and it's getting kind of cloudy. I'm looking. Right now, I'm seeing Le'Veon Bell in the Colts uniform. But and the reason why I say that is because... Why, though? Andrew Luck... You two young studs there. I mean... You know what, though? It's money talks. And if this guy's one of the best running backs in the league, his body's been rested. I mean, he... he on, Dude, uh, if anything, Instagram, I see him going count, to the anywhere else. No, they got McKinnon. They paid a lot for him. Yeah, I mean, these are rookie guys in their rookie deals. I don't deals, give a so. shit. Anyways... What I was saying is on Instagram, he went on Andrew Luck's post when he was balling out and said, can you imagine with the eyes? So I think that could mean something. I know obviously it's social media, but I, the Colts have a lot of money this offseason. And like I said, they I think they have over $80 million too. So they're just right under the Jets. And I think the Colts are a lot closer than the Jets. So I'm going to call call me crazy, but give a, you know another AFC South team. Uh, Colin, that gives Colin, Andrew Luck great. a lot of help. So I'm going to go with the Colts. All right, draft prospect. I got two for you guys just because this is going to be quick. Um, first one is Greedy Williams. I want to know what you think he's going to be. 6'3 corner, team that needs to start, you know, their secondary. You're, get, you're getting a great piece. So, all right, Razi, where are you going? I don't I don't want to sound biased here. Um, I think that if the Lions are smart, that's who we're going to take, provided he's available. I don't know. We could move up in the draft pick rankings there, depending on the rest of our season. But if we don't move, we're right on the the cuff link of being able to grab him in the mock draft that's out. So I think uh, I think he's got a chance of being there for us, and I think that would be a fantastic pick. I agree. I agree, Billy. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, if uh, the kid from Clemson ain't there, the Pharaoh or whatever. Cleon Farrell. Cleon Farrell. Yeah. Um, if he ain't there for the Lions, I think he might have to go with them there. I, I like him. Detroit needs a cornerback. They've only proven it with starting Tease Tabor. That fourth kid actually has playing back too bad. There. Right? We'd have Quandre, Slay, and Greedy. Mm-mm-mm. Quandre would be the safety. But yeah, I think, honestly, though, yeah, you said Ford isn't a playing bad, but like I said, Josh Allen, too, though. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised the Lions took him if he's there from Kentucky. He's a pretty good dynamic yeah. pass rusher, but yeah, I like how I like Williams what Slay combo could be deadly for like years to come. I and that's that's what I'm saying. You you can lock Slay on one side, you can trust Greedy for the other, and then you just open up coverage more for your linebackers. But I honestly, I'm looking at it here. I'm going the Jets. I think the Jets need to pair someone with Jamal Adams 
They don't really have any corners. They always have a decent D-line. Their linebackers are getting pretty good, even though Darren Lee got suspended today for four games. Uh, I could really see Greedy going to the Jets and starting, maybe trying their own Legion of Boom with Jamal Adams, one of the best safeties in the uh, league right now. So that's what I would say. And then my other prospect is Dwayne Haskins. So I'll start with you, Bill. Dwayne Haskins. Where is he going? Is he going to top 10, top 5? I don't know, man. Um, no, it could be one of those types where he ends up going uh, top 10. I honestly don't really like that. I, I see him falling a little bit back. Um, maybe like around, right around 15 or so. Um, I don't know. Where could he end up? I guess barring a trade or something, he could end up uh, somewhere... Who knows? Even like the Titans could maybe even grab him because Mariota's not even that trustworthy. So who knows? I, I don't know. That, that's a toss up. He could he could go early. He could go. I don't know. I don't know. What team? What team? He's, he had to I pick know, one dude. team. What do you want me to do? Make something up? I don't know. All right, I got. Okay, I got it for you. I'm gonna go two teams here. I'm gonna say the first one is the Jags. I think he's gonna go a little bit early there. He probably said and Billy's yeah, moving out from right, but I think, I think he, they may reach on him and grab there. If he's not going to the Jags, I think he'll fall back to the uh, Bucks. I like that because that Jameis Winston has a twenty million dollar cap hit, and I don't think they're going to pay him. So I could see, I could totally see him going there too. Um, for me, I mean, honestly, it sounds crazy, but I think someone's going to trade up and get this guy. You always see these quarterbacks come in and it just like like I said, they're always in the top three picks. They people trade up for quarterbacks because they get they panic. I think the Dolphins or I think even the Bengals could come up here and just try to trade up, risk their whole future to get a quarterback. Ryan Tannehill is garbage. Is a good, good, um, good good interest right there. That's interesting. And look at he'd be in Ohio still. So I mean there's some intriguing there. You know, they they would they'd probably get like a ninth or tenth pick, so it, I think you're just going to see one of the scenarios where, you know, like Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes where just people are going to trade up and get their guy for the future. And I think the Bengals or Dolphins are going to be bold to make that move. That's very, very likely to happen. So, Coach, I got Mike McCarthy. And you guys both already said the Jets, so that doesn't count. So I'm going to go with a different coach, and I'm going to go with Josh McDaniels. He's going think to he's Green staying. Bay. He's staying in New England. I think he's staying, staying as well, man. He don't, dude. Green Bay is too. They're too close knit. They're they're like, they got a good bond, man. Yeah, Family. there you go. There's the word for it. They're they're good bond over there, dude. McDaniel is it's like, he's, but it's not it working. It don't matter. It hasn't worked matter. in the past they're couple years. Keep system that way. Fucking well, McDaniels biggest... is powerful. I think I think that he was convinced to come back at least day because he he's gonna take over for Belichick. I I couldn't agree more. Um, the only thing that throws me off is because of McCarthy's like loyalty to his offense that he only had that one type of offense and wouldn't change. That could be the only reason why they could bring in a young, you know offensive mind like that but I mean it's all about what Aaron Rodgers wants at the end of the day I mean they paid the man that much money Aaron Rodgers wants to be the guy that's what Aaron Rodgers he's got to be he wants to he's got to be the guy in the interview he can tell that's why I don't think McDaniels is going to be a good fit over there yep I agree 
me see that. Yeah, I think he's going to stay also. I think there's a good chance he could go to Green Bay, depending on if they win the Super Bowl or not, and Belichick wants to keep on going. I think, you know, but he but he, he, he boned the Colts, man. He, they had, had an interview set up for him and everything, and he just didn't show up. Robert Kraft's like, oh, here's a big check. You know, and I think that the Flategate had something to do with it, the whole Colts thing. I think maybe they stuck it to him like that, thinking they get their next coach, but he just kind of sabotaged himself. And even him, with so. that, I think kind he of has different to story. stay with the Pats now, because I think he kind of like... He ruined his career. Yeah, bad, he reputation. Got a bad reputation. He ruined his career anywhere else but the Patriots now. Right, okay. I see that there. All right, and then my team I got for the crystal ball last one is the Washington Redskins. Uh, Alex Smith just got a, the injury to his leg. It's a, a, an infection from all the surgeries. His career is likely over. Um, You know, could the Redskins come up and draft one of these quarterbacks too? It definitely possibly? could trade you know, like I said. do that. So I don't think I, I don't think they will, man. I think they'll trade for somebody like uh, in Bridgewater. Yeah, I think that is more likely to happen, or even like fucking Bradford, even though he's like garbage. Dude, you know what I mean? No, I no, think I dude, that guy's made so much. I don't money. think that'll. I don't so think much that'll money. Just because, like Hauser kind of hinted on earlier, it's all about the future, and I mean they do need someone for the. You know, future of the. It's yeah, not in then, Cole McCoy. It's not in Alex. Dude, Smith. if Whether that was the case, though, why the hell back. didn't they take Cousins? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't. Why didn't I, they I don't pay think cousins? they wanted to pay him. Low key, I really don't think they wanted to pay him long term. Okay, Look at him who's in better Minnesota. Than, who's better in the draft than Cousins? Who's better in the draft than Cousins? I don't know. I want hey, to have some patch quarterback. Apparently. The top quarterback, apparently, is fucking. He had a year last year to sit behind the top quarterbacks. Apparently, Justin Herbert, if he enters, like what? I'm not taking him. I like Justin Herbert, but no, yeah, I agree. But the thing is, is Cousins. I think Cousins is Matthew Stafford 2.0. Oh yeah, they both have done decent in the in the regular season, but then they haven't won a playoff game, and they both just choke randomly. And it's just like, you know, I don't know. I think they're the same person. Like I said, I just. They both are very disappointing. Like, look at the Vikings. You like they that? have a really good surrounding cast. You know what I mean? And for him to go there, and they might not even make the playoffs, and they're giving this guy ninety million dollars guaranteed in your first year. That I was mean, dumb. That that's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. you know. that, there's no <laughs> there is no room for that. That team has a defense that is this great defense. You have Diggs and Thielen who they had some good, a gun. good they top receiving to core. And Kyle Rudolph's a good tight end too. They have, and their line is bad. I'll give them that. But that team's got to make the playoffs. They don't make the playoffs. It's all on Cousins. I'll say that right now. Guys, these these bowl games are they any bowl more games. interesting with the uh, you know the players sitting out? Uh, oh, I mean, no, they're not more interesting. Yeah, Definitely not more interesting. Are they? Any what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's the tough. last game of the year. It's good. But Did the, pop- the playoffs fuck this up? No. No, I don't think so either. The draft did. Yeah? Yep. Because these are players that are going to the draft. All right. You're telling me if someone's not going to the draft, they're going to sit out this game just because they're worried they don't want to get hurt, you know? So what happens, what happens with the playoff games, all them people playing? The people that are playing, I give them actual kudos to credit. At the same time, it's a huge risk, you know. So I mean, it's so you like, understand why they do it. I'm not stealing Billy's thunder, so I'll let him say what he's gonna say, and I agree 100. percent 
All right. Well, at the end of the day, my friend, at the end of the day, you got these kids, 22, 23 years old, how they come up, where they come up, that all factors into it, come up poor, come up off the streets, whatever goes into it. But at the end of the day, they're trying to get to the NFL. So is it for the love of the game? Are you going to play that game because you love the game or is it a job to you? Are you worried about the money you're going to make in the future? And I, I could, you know, find similarities and points on both sides. You know what I mean? I don't, mind you sitting out i don't mind uh gary sitting out for the bowl game for michigan um if that's what he wants to do and that's what he's smart he's not from michigan you know what i mean he didn't grow up here passionate in michigan football that's not he he used michigan as a stepping stone to get to the nfl and that's what he wanted to do and i'm i'm hey i'm with it man i get it i understand isn't that it's all what about the money isn't that what that's for yeah exactly it is. I mean, if if he could go straight to the NFL, he would have probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, he sure, can't I'll, do if that. He could, if he could, yeah, exactly. So, at the end of the day, I mean, I'm with it either way. But it's either love for the game, because you got someone like Chase Winovich who would play no matter what. You know, a player type like that with a mindset like that, because he just loves the sport. Hard. He doesn't care about the money. But that could eventually screw you too. Could fuck you over. Jake you Butt, like Jake Butt, you know, or Jalen Smith, you know. So. And that's all I want to elaborate on. I mean, either way, I'm I'm with it. It's up to you. Um, I would like to think that if put in the same position, I would play. But I could see, I could see the factors why they don't. So don't y'all kind of miss the nitty gritty fucking bowl games though? Oh, for sure, definitely. Yeah, but at times have changed, man. I mean, you look Absolutely. at the way the NFL is, and it's just like now. Do you do you think if the college football you know organization incorporated a lot more of the safety rules the NFL does, do you think that these players might consider playing? No, I don't. I think it's a dead decision now. Like I said, the people that I've actually labeled here with uh, Jalen Smith and uh, Jake Butt are the people that ma- made this why this is going on so much now because they've sacrificed this money. And if you got a second, I'd like to tell you about it. So Jake Butt is a fifth-round pick, right? We could all say he was going to be second or third round, correct? He was smart as hell, though, dude. He took out insurance on himself. Right, exactly. So we will, we will let's agree that he should have been a second or third round pick, right? Not a fifth, just because of the injury. Probably a best tight end in the draft. Fair, okay. Argu- arguably a best. So tight with this fifth round, he made these four years three million dollars as a fifth rounder. Okay. So if he was going to be second round, this is what he would have made. He would have made four year, or four years, six point five million. He would have doubled his contract. He would have got more of a signing bonus. And the same for Jalen Smith. He's a second. He got picked thirty fourth overall. He was a guaranteed top five pick. During top five, top ten, we'll say. Um, he made in his second round debut. He four years, six point five mil, and that was the same draft. So I looked at it. Leonard Floyd went tenth uh, in that draft, right? So if he would have just stayed put. He would have made uh fifteen million dollars in four years instead of six point five. So you're almost that's nine million dollars right there. So and the signing bonuses and everything, it's it's more. So this is huge to players who they might not even be that good in the NFL, you know. This this is their shot. People don't always shine, so you're gonna take a, as much as you can, the best opportunity. So I think those two guys right there set the bar for these people and I think that's huge. I mean you can give me six point four million dollars, I'm making the last. I agree, you know, but I'm, I mean, I'm just saying. But I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, it's it's definitely a uh, priority. And Bill hit it right on the head. Like, you know, these guys aren't from these colleges, most of them. You know, they're just there to get the best program and to better themselves up for the future, like you said. And I think you hit it right on the head, Bill. 
I, I tell you what, I, I love Michigan football. Don't get me wrong. Been a fan my whole life, but it'd be hard to pick between either Alabama or Michigan what school you're going to go to because you know Alabama's going to get you in the NFL. It's going to get you a higher you know pick. I mean? for, yep. It's going to get you there. So it would be a very, very hard toss-up right there. And I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, these are the players that – like, look at these players that aren't um, playing in these games. So you got Debo Samuel from South Carolina, who he's a first or second-round receiver. You got Noah Fant, the tight end from Iowa, who's a first-round tight end. Rashawn Gary, the defensive lineman, who's a first-round early projection. Ed Oliver's not playing. He's a top-five pick. Nikhil Harry from Arizona State isn't playing. He's a top-15 pick. Justice Hill, running back Oklahoma State, isn't playing. Second round, third round, we'll say. And Greedy Williams isn't playing as a top-10 pick, as long as Devin White, who's a top-10 pick. So these are these are guys in the top of the – Barney's going to be giving it a chance. Well, it, make, it yeah, makes say sense. Say it again. We, yeah, yeah sorry about that. I lost you. Say it again. I said, like, these guys right After here. After Devin White. These guys right here, they're, they're. And we lost you. Sounds like we're having a little trouble with Helzer here. But no, I couldn't agree with you more, Helzer. The, the bits I could. Fucking hear. mom keeps understand. <laughs> that could be why mom mom is important. And uh, same with you, Rozzy, over there. I can is that kids bouncing on the bed behind you or something? What's going on? Uh, you <laughs> know, no. Got the kids yelling in the back. What's going on over there? No, I got a little little, little, little Lily. one in this. Little Lily, yeah, she's three. No, she throws herself around. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, no, she's behaving, man. She's a little four year old. She runs around the house, you know. It's nine o'clock, man. Put her, put her to bed. I know it's good night time. <laughs> no, my mama's out there and doing that. So that's good. Yeah, sorry for cutting out, but yeah, I just these guys are smart, man. They're they're all gonna make that money. You know what I mean? So it's just. Like you said, Bill, do they want to do it? You know, you, you don't judge people for it. You know, it is what it is, you know, but. Yeah, I totally understand either way. But Both you look concepts. at it, like you said, Chase Winovich, you know he's playing in that game. And it just speaks to the character that he has. It'll still be and, fun. It'll still be fun to watch because like, teams like Michigan have characters like that, you know. So yeah. And, there, there'll still be players that would be fun to watch. And not game. just Michigan, all, all, all over the that's, country. That's what I'm saying. Like that, Team, teams like Michigan. Teams, teams with <laughs> a lot of players that have heart. And so like, goals, man. What I was going to say is, what do you think about people sitting the whole season not wanting to get re-injured like Nick Bosa? Like, I this think, is the third game. Dude, like, it was – I don't know. I mean, it was a smart move, I guess. Obviously, the, it was smart. He's, he's still going to go top three, bro. Yeah, I mean, everything that I've heard is a smart move the way it's been explained, you know, from then and now. But, dude, that's that shocked me to begin with. I didn't, I didn't so much encourage that, dude. I thought I, it was going to hurt him a lot more than it really did. I, yeah, because, dude, you're going to the pros no matter what. At least finish school. Don't drop out. Yeah, yeah I, I watched film on him, and like I said, I kind of just wanted to see, you know, how he played for the injury and stuff, and he, he is a monster. He's going to be a top-five pick regardless of the injury. I think that There's speaks a lot about him. like that, dude. But it, <laughs> yeah. didn't, didn't Nick Bosa do the same? I mean, out of, out of draft. Yeah, he had a yeah, top bicep. He said, he, well, remember he said he set out the signing. Because he was debating his contract with his dad. His dad helped restructure yep, the team, yep. and his dad helped restructure that contract before he was even signed, which he didn't was play right a before games. the season. Right. So, I mean, he had, he had a lot of influence on him, I believe. I agree. Joey Bosa. Not Nick, my fault. All 
All right, guys. There you have it. There you have it, folks. That's it here up in the booth. Until next time, we appreciate your time and encourage any subscriptions and or voice messages in the Anchor app itself.